Hello, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast. It is Thursday, May the 20th. Blessings to you wherever you are, uh, however you are. Uh, may you feel God's goodness and grace surround you this day. We continue our journey through John chapter 17, the uh, Last Supper discourse, as we wind down toward the end of this privileged time uh, that is Easter. And today we'll break open John chapter 17, verses 20 to 26, uh, continuing on the theme that Jesus has been uh, talking about, uh, glory, and and again, that uh, final instruction, really, because this is what it is, the final of the final, uh, before he uh, goes off to show us what love looks like. So let's break open what he has to say for us today. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Lifting up his eyes to heaven, Jesus prayed, saying, I pray not only for these, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, so that they may all be one, as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be in us, that the world may believe that you sent me. And I have given them the glory you gave me, so that they may be one as we are one. I in them, and you in me, that they may be brought to perfection as one, that the world may know that you sent me, and that you loved them even as you loved me. Father, they are your gift to me. I wish that where I am, they also may be with me, that they may see my glory that you gave me because you loved me before the foundation of the world. Righteous Father, the world also does not know you, but I know you, and they know that you sent me. I made known to them your name, and I will make it known that the love with which you loved me may be in them, and I in them. My friends, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So again, I I mentioned this the other day. This is good news. This is good news that we are hearing today. Okay, so we know this, and I've mentioned it this week. This is Jesus as he approaches. uh, This is the final thing. He's been talking now for five chapters. This is a lengthy discussion. It's a monologue. A little bit of dialogue when they're asking dumb questions. But other than that, it's Jesus giving a monologue. And, And... I, again, he's saving some of the most important stuff for last. When we talk about glory and what glory is and that idea that we are to, uh, to be bread broken and wine poured out. The, the, again, not for, for its own sake, not suffering for suffering's own sake, not, uh, not doing that simply to say, look how tough I am and what I can endure, and, and this is an endurance test, that it is redemptive suffering, that it is dying so that another may live. And when we look at that crucifix, we see how much God loves us, what love looks like. And that, of course, becomes the pattern for us. And so we see that same image here. But really, he's focusing a lot on the disciples in this reading, isn't he? So let's start there. I pray not only for these, meaning up to this point, he's been praying for those whom he's speaking to, the 12. Uh, and, and, you know, not just the 12, the, the, the close friends. Let's just say it that way. 
Um, and he said that earlier. I call you no longer servants, but I call you friends. Um, I pray not only for these, but also for those who will believe in me through their word so that they may all be one. He's praying for us, brothers and sisters, right? Because that's who we are. This is John's gospel, whether it's the actual apostle John who wrote it or whether it is a community of of disciples of John. um, And you can find people that will believe either one, and that's okay. Uh, Whether it's Matthew, whether it's Luke who who doesn't even know Jesus at this point yet, or or Mark, John Mark, who uh, as yet will come on to the scene later on with Paul. I pray not only for these, but also for those who will believe in me through their word. You know, what a wonderful thing that is. That, that our faith, my friends, has depth. It is 2,000 years old. And yeah, we can look at it now and say, oh, look how many people are falling away from the faith. And that does dishearten me. And I'm sure it disheartens you. And we can look at our churches and know they are a fraction of what they used to be, not just because of a pandemic, but what they used to be 30 years ago, 40 years ago, and and um, all these things. But you know what? Our God is stronger than whatever's going on with our culture and whatever's going on with our people. And that faith, which has been passed on, you know, from them to their generation, to the next generation, to the next generation, it made it 2,000 years. And there's no cultural phenomenon that's bigger than God, that God cannot redeem at some level. And brothers and sisters, he prays for you and I that at some level we pass on that faith. Now, that torch has been passed to you and I. So not only is that comforting to know our God prays for us right now, which is great. He was praying for us then. Because we're the ones who have come to believe through the word of not only those apostles at the beginning, but the word of our parents, right? And our parents' friends and the the priests and the nuns and the generation before us who passed all this on to us. But now he prays for us because we're the ones who need to pass it on to the next generation. However that looks, as witnesses with the gifts that God has given you, remember, he's given each of us gifts. We got to hone them because we got to go from good to great. But now we're called to pass that on to the next generation to trust. God can work with them, however and whatever situation that is, because the gospel is not going to end here in the 21st century. God's bigger. But we have to work with God. We have to work with God. He prays for us. I love that image, though. He doesn't just pray for us. He prays so that we may all be one. I didn't count how many times Jesus said one in this gospel, but I'll bet it's close to a handful. So that we may be one, as you, Father, are in me, and I in you, that they may be in us. Why? That the world may believe you sent me. That oneness, they may be one as we are one. I mean, literally, Literally, this is, the, this is the closing prayer of Jesus. And what is he praying for? That we may be one. We know Machiavelli and uh, his, his argument, right? If you want to win an argument, if you want to win a war, if you want to win whatever power, divide. Divide and conquer. Brothers and sisters, we have to be better than that. You don't need me to tell you this, to look around and, and, and I think the pandemic certainly did not cause this, but the pandemic certainly exacerbated it, right? Certainly brought it to the forefront that we can't ignore it anymore. My friends, we are anything but one. 
right now. I can't speak for the world. I can't speak for those of you in India or those of you in Europe or those of you in South America. I can speak for the, the United States. I can speak for the church uh, in the United States. And I can tell you it feels anything but one. I don't ever remember our episcopate in the in, episcopacy in the United States being as divided as it is. I don't ever remember the church being as divided as it is. I don't ever remember uh, the blue and the red being as, as sharply divided as they are. I, I mean, I heard it today, and so this is not my, my words, but it's like we're all looking for a, an excuse to be outraged. Name the topic. You know, whether it's on race or whether it's on politics or whether it's on climate change or whether it's on uh, how the church need be run or whether it's on, you name it, you name it. And, and, and you're not only going to find people on different sides of the issue, they're going to feel strongly on, on either side. Now, I'm not saying we throw out everything, we stand in the middle and we become lukewarm. That, that's not what I'm arguing for. I am saying we need to be Catholics. We need to be Christians, followers of Jesus Christ in the midst of this. And that by its very nature is going to be a two-edged sword. Jesus told us that. He said, I came not to bring peace, but a sword. Not, not to, to purposefully divide, but knowing that where we stand, where we stand uh, is going to divide by its very nature. So that's not my point. My point is, though, how do we love in the middle of it? Because we know we're in the middle of a divided society, and we know what Jesus said is, you know the way people are going to believe in you? By your oneness. Goodness sakes, how many of us grew up with the song is saying ad nauseum in the 70s, they will know we are Christians, what by our love one for another. We may be tired of the song, and it may be a tune you may not get out of your head the rest of this day, but the truth of what it's saying is still true. They will know we are Christians. They will know we are of God by how we love one another, by how we are united. The essence of the Trinity is unity in diversity. I love that image, that there are three different beings, yet one united, one God. So how do we deal with that in our, in our life? We're not going to live in a place, the world is way too complex and complicated, that we're all going to be, uh, you know, believing the same thing as you or I believe. I mean, that's Pollyanna. That, that's not how it goes. But how, how, brothers and sisters, do we learn to love one another on the other side of whatever chasm it is? And maybe in loving them, loving them, maybe not loving what they say or who, what, what they're believing in or whatever, that's okay. How do we love them? And maybe that makes that chasm grow smaller. And, and, and why is that a big deal? Why is that a big deal? Well, let me read this to you again. He's praying also for us, okay, those who believe in, in Jesus through their word, meaning the word of the apostles, so they may all be one, as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be in us, that the world may believe you sent me. That the world may believe you sent me. What's at stake? The world. That's all. That's all. This generation of believers who we're called to pass on to. That's the world, brothers and sisters. 
And you know what? Witnesses. Remember, that's that key word. And Jesus used it earlier this week, used it at the Ascension, used it, you know, last week when we talked about it. And, and listen, I, I am on no pedestal, by the way, my friends. It, it is a str- as much a struggle for me as anyone else. But how do we love in the midst of our differences? Because the world needs to see it. The world needs to see it. If all we got is words, no, I, I don't think that's going to change anything. I don't think that's going to change anything. It's, uh, it's what we are called. I have given them the glory that you gave to me. Again, they weren't glorified. They certainly went on a pedestal, so glory has to be something different, right? has to be something different. We talked about that the other day. No need for me to go into that again. So that they may be one as we are one, I and them and you and me, that they may be brought to perfection as one. That's what perfection is, that the world may know that you sent me. That's it. And that you loved them even as you loved me. I love this next line. Last one I'll, I'll close with. Father, they are your gift to me. They are your gift to me. I don't know about you. There's a whole lot of times in my life I don't feel like a gift to anyone. I don't feel like a gift to my, my spouse, my beloved. I don't feel like a gift to my children. I don't feel like a gift to my family or my friends. I don't feel like a gift to me or my ministry. But none of that changes the truth. That we are a gift, you and I, today, in whatever state we are. We are a gift given to God through Christ. We are his, meaning our brother Christ, we are his beloved. And, uh, and let's just remember that. Let's just remember that. Even when we don't feel a gift, you are gift. I am gift. Not by what we do, what we say, simply by who we are. And that's something that can't be earned. And it is good. Brothers and sisters, we are one. You know, there's a story, and I'll end with this. And it's a story. It's a silly story. But uh, it's a story of people whose ship went down, and they all got on a life raft and, uh, and and it wasn't one of those uh, rubber life bass rafts it was pretty round it was it was long like you know kind of like a canoe only longer and narrow and 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 there were a lot of people in the front a lot of people in the back you know they were single file down the middle and 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 they were out there for a while and then you know kind of divided up into communities the front community and the back community and which one's better all oh, the front's better all oh, the back's better whatever and then uh unfortunately there was a leak in the uh, front of the the raft and it was taking on water and uh and the people in the back said well good thing uh it's in the front and not the back, or else we'd be doomed. Again, silly story, right? But true, we, we divide and we think if they go down, it's okay as long as we don't go down. But we don't realize we're inextricably linked together. Brothers and sisters, there's no more Catholic thought than that. We rise and fall as a people, as a people. And how we love the least of those that we encounter today, the least of those in our community, the least of those in our state. We rise and fall with that. We are one. 
And sometimes it just takes us taking scales off our eyes. And trust me, speaking to myself here, take scales coming off our eyes to see that we are one, that we are one. Because sometimes how I act and how I live sure doesn't look like I'm one. Okay? That's enough for today, huh? Let's, uh, let's pray together as we continue through uh, our, uh, our prayers and the luminous mysteries this week. So let's, uh, let's just lift all those, whatever's going on in our heart, in our lives today. Let's just trust them to our beloved, blessed mother and know that she's going to give them to our God. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. The fourth luminous mystery, the transfiguration. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus, holy Mary, mother of God. Pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus, holy Mary, mother of God. Pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. My friends, bless you. Uh, be well. Have the best of days. And uh, I look forward to being with you once again tomorrow.